0: You're listening to The Local Maximum, episode 310. Time to expand your perspective. Welcome to The Local Maximum. Now, here's your host, Max Sklar. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. You have reached another Local Maximum. Happy New Year, Aaron.
1: Happy 2024. I I have not managed to screw that up on any written documents yet, but that's not it's mostly because I haven't written any documents yet
0: same year. here same <laughs> here same here you know it's just the first day of the year uh and um so far off to a good start personally so we'll see we'll let's, see how that goes
1: let's keep that up so, yes only, on that momentum
0: only just multiply that by 366 because it's a leap year indeed and, uh, you can make it to, to the end all right so uh, a couple things to talk about. Uh, today first the future of the local maximum Um, then we're going to talk about we're going to look at back at some memorable episodes from 2023 so that might help us kind of um, remember the the good content so that we do more of it next year and then we're going to make a few predictions and um, yeah we'll see how this goes it's going to be a short little episode nice uh, nice new episode for the break so first of all a uh, an announcement for the Local Maximum. We have moved our hosting to Substack uh, from SoundCloud. And so we'll see if this works. This is kind of a good day to, to, to see if it works, but the new website is localmaximum.substack.com. So so far that replaces our content on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, unfortunately, uh, doesn't really Uh, You know, they haven't really been building with podcasters in mind and, you know, their product has been somewhat stagnant as of, as of recently. So I don't think it's really helped us that much. Substack, uh, since I've been writing a bunch of things, some people have suggested that I move to Substack and then Substack reached out, uh, one of their employees reached out trying to get me on Substack. So I got that request from a few places and it looks like it can replace um, all of uh, kind of the, 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 the all of the, like many of the services that we use to support the local maximum. So, uh, so it seems like a good idea and um, websites looking good. So let's see how it goes.
1: And and just to be clear, this was a, a move of your own free choice. You, you were not uh, deemed too hot to handle and, and kicked off of SoundCloud for your, your uh, deviant opinions or anything like that.
0: Well, I have no, um, <laughs> I have no comment there, uh, but I can't pretend that uh, I was uh, I was too controversial for SoundCloud because, uh, you know, you'll see my episodes are are still on there. Uh, So um, until I until I take those down, um, um, that's okay Now, so we still have the website, uh, localmaxradio.com. I think we have so many things on that website. It's a a great website that it'll probably stick around for, for, for the long haul. uh, But I don't know if we're going to move the show notes page yet. So for, for right now, the show notes page are still on the website, localmaxradio.com. And um, locals um, uh, sort of has the same purpose as Substack. That's kind of the hardest one for me to say goodbye to uh, because, you know, it, locals um I, I really like what um dave rubin and asaf lev have have done with it and they got me you know local uh, maximum.locals.com um uh, but uh it it seems like for where we want to take the show uh and and where they've taken locals which is you know some of these kind of um some of these high frequency posters with like big kind of uh you know Large posting communities that it seems like it's not really not really us. We're kind of more long form thought, like um, you know, uh, long think pieces. Um, you know, uh, a few people with some very high value content, and so I I, I think I am going to give Substack a shot with that. But uh, Locals is still on, and if you subscribe to the Locals, thank you so much. We will, um, you know, we can grandfather you into the Substack um, shortly. So watch out for that.
1: And, and so the intent is to, to support, uh, you know, member discussion uh, and feedback through the Substack. Is that correct?
0: I hope so. We'll see. Uh, like, I like, I'm still trying to figure out the tech there, but, or the product, I guess, but you know, I, I, yes, I think that's the, I think that's the point. Um. So, all right, let's, uh, well, we can move on. Any, any more questions on that or, or how's that sound? I know I contacted you. I contacted some other listeners. A lot of you said, well, do I'm- it. Very good idea. You know, so.
1: I'm sure it will be in the show notes, but uh, what is the address for the Substack?
0: Oh, as I said before, localmaximum.substack.com.
1: There we go. Okay.
0: Okay. So, memorable episodes from 2003. Now, we did have some very interesting episodes for me and my life events. You know, I went through a move and all that. Lots of life changes in 2023. Have I said, have I been saying 2003? So, 2023. (laughs) One of the themes, of course, was generative AI. And then we got into the whole debate about, Pascal's m- mugging and AI doom episode 288 is artificial intelligence, a threat to humanity. Uh, and 20 episodes before that episode 268, Pascal's m- mugging doomsday clock and the AGI debate. So that was an interesting debate that occurred this year, um, which, uh, involved people talking about, you know, uh, what are the positives and negatives of generative AI? And of course the, uh, Long term goal general, uh, artificial intelligence and um, n- not just positive and negatives, but uh, we like is it like you know, doom or you know, basically the um, the transhumanist we all live forever and and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, very uh, very high stakes this debate is, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, and and I think I mean, there have been some developments in the last month or two. Uh, with with some prominent voices in the uh with the, the effective uh, accelerationist movement uh being i i feel silly saying unmasked but there was someone who was doxxed and and is now coming out as a uh a voice behind a handle and uh it's certainly getting more uh mainstream coverage uh as as a little bit of a counterbalance to some of what what we would refer to as the AI doomers uh but i don't know if it's being taken seriously or or portrayed uh, uh, as unbiasedly uh, as as we might like,
0: right? And so, all of these topics are, have been in the news recently. With um, and this is according to the New York Times: boom in AI prompts a test of copyright law. Notice that I I I say it's from the New York Times whenever I read a headline or a quote. Uh, so far, we haven't gotten in trouble. Uh, you know, maybe they can't say the same about the president of Harvard, but that's another issue. Uh, but, uh, the but you know, right now, people are asking, okay, what happens uh, when AI starts repeating quotes and repeating images from, you know, famous works and, and that kind of thing? So um, that will be something that will be making its way through the courts, and hopefully it doesn't you know, restrict. well We we actually talked about that quite a bit on the show. I, I'm 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 remembering my episode with uh, Stefan Kinsella, uh about that, uh, the fallacy of intellectual property. I'll post that here as well. Uh, well and, but and this is a uh, this is very- going to be tested not just theory. This is going to be actual practice making its way through the courts to see what how does copyright law affect generative AI.
1: This is a very opportune day to be bringing up uh, intellectual property and copyright law because uh on the 1st of the year as as on the 1st of every year uh, a bunch of stuff enters the public domain uh for the first time um and this is a particularly big year because uh the original Mickey Mouse entered the public domain today uh steamboat willie um and and it, So it, that's it,
0: that's exciting. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what it, is that
1: particularly because uh the last time there was a major change to copyright law it was uh not solely but primarily driven by the disney corporation's desire to protect their their copyrights Um,
0: but it just went on for too long i mean is that when did that come out 100 years ago
1: uh so i think it was 28
0: okay so 90
1: or was it 23 it was in the 1920s i believe
0: right so that's Uh almost
1: 100 years ago
0: if it was 23 it was 100 years ago um that it seems like if they wanted to pick a right net, nice round number, it would have been a hundred. It would be weird if it well, was, Well, but, but it didn't years. get
1: that way originally because, because yeah. back in the nineties it was boosted so to speak. Mm. Um, and, and the, the, the interesting wrinkle is that uh, those laws are different in different parts of the world. So a lot of things that are entering into the public domain in the United States today uh, have been in the public domain in Europe or Asia for, you know, 25, 30 years. Uh, and so that that raises kind of some interesting questions that if let's suppose for a moment, AI training data was restricted to only what's in the public domain, uh, do you train in, in Europe? Do you train in Asia to get around those? And then can those models be used in other places or are they geographically locked? And how does that even work in a world where information yeah. wants to be free
0: uh, I suspect, and, and encryption exists? I suspect it's going to be something where like, you know, <laughs> it's not going to be a problem how you train the model. It's like, what comes out of it? Can you use it? Right. Um, but, you know, it, I. Well, it, and
1: with it being a black box, it's it's very difficult to draw a direct line from you trained on this data and here's this input, uh, it, it, at least with the the current uh, understanding that we have, uh, it's very difficult to to directly connect those things.
0: So steamboat Willie, can we use it as our logo or something? Now uh, we, we we could it?
1: you yeah. you you could create new new derivative works from that without uh you know needing them. You can you can modify it. Uh,
0: There's the music on that.
1: Now now what you need to be careful about is uh, there may be changes to the character or additional developments that came along later, which uh, it is debatable whether those are are in the public domain now or if only. The you know originally as presented in Steamboat Willie version of Mickey and Minnie, not the, the later evolutions. Uh, but but I haven't read that deeply on it to to speak authoritatively there. Um, but right. but it goes there's there's a lot of other stuff that that uh, similarly has entered in the public domain. I think uh, that's that's certainly something worth celebrating. Um, I I want to say it was only a few years ago that there was a major pause uh, in releases to the public domain that ended, which which may have been a result of that uh that disney uh disney supported change in the law or, or maybe it's something else but basically that there was like a, a decade or longer period where nothing entered the public domain in the u.s uh because they they'd done an extension uh and then all of a sudden a few years ago it started happening again yeah. um so i think more in the public domain is better uh and uh sooner is better uh but but I don't have the ability to wave a magic wand and make that happen all right well we'll it, see it, what it would make a lot of these things simpler if if the uh the timeline restrictions were much shorter
0: right right well we'll see what people do with it I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what steamboat Willie uh where steamboat Willie shows up um now Another thing that we did this year was we completed our probability distribution of the week at, while while going through lots of continuous distributions. We basically gave ourselves a master's degree in um, in probability theory this week. We could have continued with probability distribution of the week, but then we were starting to get more and more into like um, specific esoteric probability distributions. And uh, boy, is it hard to describe yeah. over.
1: Esoteric was definitely the word I was thinking of there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, now I'm, I'm I I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before, but but have you considered doing a uh, you know probability distribution of the week uh, uh, you know booklet a uh, a a publication that that could be released?
0: Well, uh, I, I don't know what there,
1: format that would make the most sense yeah, in. But
0: I don't know. There are a lot of lists of probability distributions out there. Well,
1: not uh, not but, just as a list, but you know you you have here's your distribution, and you got a couple of, of you know some just. Dis- some graphics and and a page or two of, of description and, you know, Yeah, I mean, maybe
0: I, you know, I think it would more, be helpful. more in
1: depth than a joke a day calendar, yeah. but, but not so in depth that it's, you know, a full college textbook,
0: right. It might be helpful to have something that that shows some pictures and a little bit about like, where is this used, you know, uh, versus Wikipedia, which just has kind of, you know um, it summarizes differently. It has equations. It's very um, dense uh, at times. So um, yeah, maybe that's something that could be useful. Interesting.
1: Um, I, I think if we tried to make it a, a distribution a day calendar, that would be really scraping <laughs> the barrel.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, well, how many did we do like 20? All right. We could do it for one month maybe. Um, all
1: right. <laughs> we, we, so, yeah. We, we could have uh, a, a distribution month, maybe make it February to save us a little effort there.
0: Yeah. All right. Another thing this year, I, I just uh, picked all the things this year that were memorable Another thing this year that was memorable was uh, our commentary on Dictator of Easton, which turned 21. Um, And, you know, I was just thinking I would love to do more creative projects uh, in my life. Um, You know, I never set out on my career to do like tons of... um, Like to do data science to the extent of like, well, just do that into the ground to the end of time. Like I always want to create <laughs> creative projects, which is why we have this podcast. Um, so I don't know. What do you think about a remake?
1: Ooh, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm the right guy for that role, but uh, I, I I certainly won't stop you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I, I started to think about that and I started to think, okay, I don't think we could do a remake of Dictator of Easton right away. First, we need to do some universe building like, how did the world get to that point? Um, and that, that might be the more interesting uh, more interesting story to tell. Mm. Uh,
1: yeah. Have, uh, have you considered the graphic novel as a medium?
0: Yeah, maybe,
1: maybe. Got, how got to th- find an artist for that, though.
0: Well, how, how does New England break apart into, uh, I mean, there would have to be some kind of uh, you know so, some kind of disaster um <laughs> all right speaking of which changing the Constitution that whole thing came up I don't know why I started getting interested in that uh but um but I did one day uh I you know I think doing research helped a lot like on uh on chat GPT actually helped a lot with that because I think these were ideas that I had uh, um for 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 many years on like oh how would I change the Constitution I still have lots of discussion on, on different voting systems that can be used. I, uh, you know, I posted an end first pass to post on on Reddit. Uh, But, you know, not too many people comment on this. It's really difficult to, um, uh, you know, get people to read kind of proposals for new electoral systems or new constitutions. They're interesting. But, um, uh, 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 but uh, I think it's just, um, I think it was just, I actually used not to write it, uh, Chat GPT, but sort of to bring all the ideas together uh and to sort of you know help help me or get organized.
1: Like a, a research assistant.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I thought uh I thought that was a, a very worthwhile project. I finally got to use the Federalist papers and the anti-federalist papers <laughs> that have been on my shelf for years and I've ever read it. So uh that was that was pretty awesome. And then finally, I remember this year our local maximum tech retreat at Sturbridge Village, which was uh which was quite fun.
1: So so before we move off the constitution one quick yeah. question you you this probably came up in one of the many episodes where we discussed the uh, the the meat of the the subject here but yeah when was the last actual uh amendment to the constitution passed
0: so the so i the last one is in 1993 but there's kind of like an asterisk there because it was it's sort of the one that says like you can't um pay for you, you, if you vote, yourself oh, is this you can't raise? give
1: yourself a raise. It has to kick in with the next uh, yeah. Congress.
0: I don't think it did very much. It was just it was proposed in the in, like with the Bill of Rights and yeah. like a bunch of states just ran with it. I think the last serious one was maybe in the in the 70s. There are a whole bunch of amendments, by the way, in the 60s and 70s, like a lot of them. Right. Um, well, you know, so remember- that, that's
1: that's where I was going. I was very prepared to uh, to to amend my question to, OK, so when was the last meaningful amendment to the Constitution? made? Yeah. Um, and and I think it's not in, not insignificant uh, that it was before our lifetimes, uh, and and as we age into being uh, kind of the median American, uh, it's before most Americans' lifetime, uh, and yeah. and so that makes the idea of actually effectively changing the Constitution seem foreign, and not not foreign as in geographically, but but it's it's something we've never seen done, and it doesn't seem feasible, uh, and. And it's very possible that things have changed in a meaningful way yeah. between then and now that, that it actually is much more difficult. Uh, but but just the fact that we haven't seen it done uh, makes it very easy for people to say, well, that'll never happen.
0: Right, so um, there were, uh, aside from that, there's, let's see, there's five post-World War II amendments. Um, and, you know, the, the dates are 1951, 1961, 1964, 1967, 1971. So that is a short period of time First and, and second turning, essentially, where you can get uh, um, you can get all of these uh, all, all of these amendments, uh, all of these amendments passed. A lot of them. I mean, the, the one before that was meaningful, uh, you know, right. To, extended the right to vote to 18 years of age. Uh, that was 71. I'm, um, um, you know, Vietnam War. The one before that is the 25th Amendment, which says you could remove the president if, you know, uh if there's a um, let's see if he's unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. So that has become, uh, you know,
1: was, was that the 25th? Was that yeah, what we are talking about? Exactly.
0: So that was another one in the 60s. So there was a bunch of um, I don't know. I, 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 I assume that came up,
1: out of was that before or after the assassination of Kennedy?
0: Uh, after right after. OK,
1: so, yeah. so that would make sense. Yes, it, it was. It was a patch for a a bug that had surfaced.
0: Right, exactly. Um, and, you know, it, it, yeah, all of these post-war amendments are kind of, um, you know, about, you know, a lot of them are kind of look look like, yeah, exactly, kind of like patches, um, if, if that makes sense.
1: Um, so- so- not to not to go too long on this topic but i was curious so i took a peek on metaculus and and to see if there are predictions on on this specific topic and there there are two which actually slightly conflict uh which seem relevant one is when will the next amendment to the us constitution be ratified mm-hmm. which the uh the i guess the mean of the prediction is uh May 30th 2051. However, wow. there's also will a new amendment to the US Constitution be ratified by 2050 uh to which 56% of the predictors say yes. So, it's there there's there's a little bit of of inconsistency there, but but it gets us in the ballpark of of where at least people who've thought enough to answer the question uh are forecasting that. So that's yeah, and, and then of course Interesting.
0: He, even knowing whether it's yes or no, like even knowing the answer is yes, it doesn't is it like uh, uh is it a meaningful, well, they're all, they're all meaningful. Otherwise they wouldn't be passed, but like, um, how meaningful is it? Is is a question. And is it one where it's like, well, you know, we had the, um, you know, we had the JFK assassination. So we're just going to do some bookkeeping on that. Maybe it'll come up every once in a while, but it's not really changing the overall structure or is it like the 14th amendment or, you know, the, the, um, uh the 17th amendment that really changes the 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 structure of the government yeah uh that's an open question all right so let me also i start a new job tomorrow uh that's exciting uh i'm working for three months at a company called fi uh smart dog collars uh so that's going to be 20 hours a week very looking forward to that i am going to jump into data science and analytics there and see what I can get done hopefully a lot uh, in those in, in in those few months um all right what other predictions do we make from last year you know we talked <laughs> about generative ai self-driving cars web3 um all good i think this year there's going to be a focus on crypto again i don't know if you've noticed but the prices have been ripping recently um it's almost like 2022 didn't happen um, and it seems like this year in 2024, many of the uh, bankruptcy estates will will start to pay out at least initially, and with the rise in price, you know things might be set to take off again. You have um, a few factors coming into play. One is going to be the Bitcoin halving, uh, which happens in April, and that is going to severely restrict the supply. You have. ETFs coming out in the US stock market, that's trillions of dollars in assets that, that can now be uh put in, in the crypto markets. So no Bitcoin that's been
1: talked about for a while. Is yes. is there a a particular date where that gets triggered or or it's kind of already in the works?
0: It's within the next month. Yeah, it's been okay. talked about for a while, but but it's it's really looks like it's going to happen now with with BlackRock and Grayscale.
1: And it's um, is, is how you advertise it too. Is there a particular legal change tied to that or it's just that the big players are finally getting in the game?
0: I think it's just the, um, uh, uh, Garrett Gensler, who's the sec is like the Biden administration sec, uh, guy. He's been kind of like, um, dragging his feet on this as much as possible. Mm. And I think finally the, 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 from what it sounds like online, I haven't done full research is that the, uh, the, the big players have kind of cornered him legally. So he sort of has to do (laughs) it. Uh, at least that's the way, that's the story that they're telling. Um, the winner of the the month has to be the cryptocurrency Solana, which I don't understand why we need another Ethereum, but they say that it's it's better tech. I need to look into that. Um, so I I don't know. Uh uh um, I don't know off the top of my head, but I do know that I have met people who work in Solana. Um, it's just what what can Solana do that Ethereum can't? Maybe it's faster, it has more can do more transactions or whatever, but uh uh we'll we'll see. Well, I know it's always people have talked see-
1: about. That, that being a restriction on Bitcoin that it's uh, and, and part of why the was the lightning uh, yeah. layer was, was brought into place is, is that similarly a a thing holding back Ethereum? Uh, I, I didn't think so, it was uh, quite Ethereum, as
0: much. Ethereum has uh high gas fees. Gotcha. Yeah. So Solana, I mean, I don't know. We can go into Wikipedia, smart contract, proof of stake. It sounds just like Ethereum, uh, but um, yeah. we The we devil's in the details that. for sure. Yeah. It was also a big favorite of Sam Bankman-Fried, FTX, so it took a very, very big hit uh when that went down, and so now it's probably returning to form, which is like- Just Street reputationally,
1: value. or, or yeah. because there were actually significant oh, amounts yeah. tied up in that? Both. Or, or both? Both. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, and that's
1: but, another big thing that happened this year, is that that more or less got resolved, Um, although I've heard- Uh, Some chatter in the last couple of days about how uh, additional pending charges have been dropped and they're just going to go ahead and sentence sentence him on what they've got already, which Hmm. certainly from the uh, the news sources I was seeing it from makes it sound a little sketchy, but I. I I am not a lawyer, so I I don't know what what the real story there is.
0: Also, if you remember Three Arrows Capital, that was the one that kind of started it all, where they had billions, of several billions of dollars. And they they they, they may not have been the
1: first domino to fall, but they were the first big one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they turned it into essentially zero. Uh, A few weeks ago, there's a headline from Coindesk, court freezes a billion dollars of assets, Three Arrows Capital founders. So they got them. They finally got their assets after two years. So- uh, so it looks like they have uh something uh for for creditors uh even if they have to be dragged out you know kicking and screaming um all right and of course this year <laughs> global and national politics will be uh will be high in the news uh, you know there's going to be yeah. real kind of um end the world type stuff uh to look forward to uh world war 3 uh you know global proxy yeah, wars mean-
1: it, it, it feels silly to say this, but uh, keep an eye on the Middle East, that things are getting yes. funky in the Gulf. Uh, yes.
0: And, and and there's also seven other continents that you might want to look at as well. Maybe not Antarctica, but... Uh, I don't you know, trust
1: those guys. Yeah, no. Who I mean, knows no. what the scientists are doing there?
0: <laughs> I think we need to... Uh, I think someone needs to take some action on that uh, <laughs> station in the South Pole. Um, no, I, I um, yeah, it, it's, um, it's going to be rough. And I think that our movies and, and stuff reflect that. I mean, what, what have I watched in the last two weeks? I've watched, um, leave the world behind, which is basically about how, um, you know, uh, a, a section of the military could enact an internal coup and, um, it, it was produced by Obama. So it's like, you know, why is the former president, um, producing a movie like this, uh, it sort of makes you think, um, then of course, uh, what was the other one I saw? Uh, A zone of, of, um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Zone of interest. Um, you know, about world war II about, you know, nice German family living in a very nice home that happened to be right next to Auschwitz. And the father happened to be the guy running the place or something, you know, or like the chief administrator. And uh, boy, was that disturbing. I don't know. Mm. Uh, you know, it, it was just like, um, um, it was crazy how they didn't realize like, this is not a good way to live. You know, just, just, just on, on that, like, you know, I, you know, it's, it's not really about, um, you know, it, it kind of assumes we know how bad, Auschwitz was and how bad the holocaust was it was just like how could people live like that and not you know not realize that something is very wrong um you know it, it's just it,
1: it's just um it, it's, it, it's it's tempting to say that denial is a hell of a drug but but yeah. i don't know if that's it, it, that's that's no. probably grossly grossly oversimplifying things yeah
0: yeah um yeah so anyway that movie probably came out for a reason too
1: hmm.
0: um and then we have a movie that's about America being in a civil war coming out uh, in a few months. And yeah, I don't know. It's not like, you know, it's not like they're not trying to tell us anything, Aaron.
1: <laughs> we can't I mean, say we weren't warned. That's certainly going to get a lot of eyeballs. And I'm very curious to see what what the actual uh, delivered product is there and how that gets received. Yeah.
0: And, and Jesse Clemens who's known for uh breaking bad is in that which is uh which is gonna be very exciting as well yeah um, I've,
1: I've I've already seen uh his his a couple of images of him from the trailer get uh quite a bit so yes yeah <laughs> all
0: right looks like you have a few other things listed here
1: um yeah and we we've already touched on on a couple of these things but I was just thinking you know what what have we changed in 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 our behaviors and our personal lives over the past year, um, you know, the, there's the obvious big stuff you talked about. You're starting a new job, uh, you've you've moved, um, but but maybe to to get a little bit more granular, kind of some some digital habits. Um, how has your use of AI changed in this year? Um, uh, I know I've I've started to dabble a little bit more with using some of the uh, the the large language model AIs. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily making me more, me more efficient or if it's just enabling me to go down uh, new and exciting rabbit holes to burn more produ- productivity time. Um, but but oh, I think no. you've, you've experimented a little yeah. bit more with that.
0: Oh no, I definitely use it for coding now in any, every way. It's just like, it, it's just way more efficient than actually typing things out.
1: Yeah. Um, um, and, no, no
0: question about it.
1: And and we talked a little bit already about crypto, um, but I think maybe one of, one of the big changes... Uh, certainly from from some of our offline discussions that we've had is uh uh less uh, less trust and dependency for some of the uh kind of the the uh brokerage isn't the right term for it but uh you know the the uh custodial uh services and and right. uh be becoming more of a a a, a, a self uh self custodian of of crypto right um, although
0: maybe if the people people who are not comfortable with that can now look to the i um to the etf the, the-
1: yeah that, i mean that provides a, a an on ramp with without having it's even even less uh requirement for for tech savvy yeah. to to now, be able to get a little bit of the action there
0: i should point out this is not you know bitcoin purists the people who started it uh the people who are uh, into this technology are not going to be happy about this because that's mm-hmm. not what it was supposed to be. Um, you know, it was supposed to be useful for transacting and and trading. And well, it exa- still is. exactly
1: that was that was the other thing I was going to get. It is uh, is is this really just continuing to be a store of wealth for people? Which which my limited exposure to crypto that's absolutely what I'm using it for. I've thrown a little bit of money in there and it's just sitting. Uh, but are are you using it in a day-to-day basis in any way. And, and has that changed in the last year?
0: No, I mean, I have used it. I can use it. I feel like some of the wallets that are available uh, for your phone are, 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 very complicated. They're usable, but like, okay, sometimes you update it and then, you know, it takes forever to, then some, there's a problem and then you have to figure out how to, uh, you know, reset it. And, you know, and there, so there are all these issues there, the, you know, there are all these issues that come up when you do it um, that, you um, you know, it's not good. Nobody solved that problem yet. I think one day someone yeah. will, I'm sure. And, you know, uh, I, I mean, they're partial solutions, but it, it's just um, some of the lightning wallets are good. But the problem is you can't transact in other cryptocurrencies. Then it's like everyone's speaking a different language.
1: Um, did did uh, Argentina do something very recently involving
0: crypto? Oh, I would be surprised if Millet has some stuff in the works, but I, I don't know what it is. El Salvador is the one that you might be talking right, about. Right, right. They, um, they, yeah. And they
1: did that, a, was it a couple years ago that they- Yeah,
0: yeah, a few years ago.
1: Made it legal tender there?
0: Yep. So yeah, Argentina might follow. Uh, we'll, we'll see about that. But is store of value really that- bad of a of a win. I mean, isn't that huge if you have this new asset that is a store of value that's better than fiat that is being inflated away? I, I mean I don't think that I, is I a think bad there's
1: thing. there's a a well too too many uses of the term value here, but there's a value proposition to that. However, uh if you have to convert it into you know fiat currency or a currency that is controlled by a uh hostile at 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 worst or uncaring at best uh third party uh then then you're you're still you know susceptible to whatever shenanigans are involved there
0: right um, but and if, so it doesn't just... let you
1: completely divorce yourself from that now it, it it certainly helps protect you from you know some of the in, inflationary problems that that may may get worse in our near future
0: right so if it if it protects you from inflation to some extent i mean there are price price fluctuations but they go in both directions fortunately uh for for crypto and oftentimes in the up direction so you've got that and then secondly you know okay even if you've just got that and and you have to convert into dollars and it might be difficult to do at least you have something um but then you know at some point people are going to want want ways to transact with this um, you know, uh, uh, without going through dollars. And I think it's only a matter of time. It might be, as some has suggested that we just have many years of building this as a store of value before the other uses come out hmm. because it requires the store of value to be stable, which is sort of an interesting, uh, interesting hypothesis. I know there are a lot of people who are saying, well, you know, who, who, who have been in crypto for a long time, who are disappointed with the way things have gone, um, even though if you've been in crypto for that long, you're probably rich. So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I can someone. certainly see
1: both sides of that, that, yeah. that there's very high expectations, uh, but, but don't, uh, don't be so down on, on, on what you've managed to accomplish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Um, that's all I have for this year. We're going to, uh, you know, we're, we can cut it off here. Anything else, Aaron?
1: Um. Well, I, I I guess the one other thing I wanted to touch on was was maybe some you know changes in social media habits. We we mentioned uh, the oh, right. the move from uh from locals to uh to Substack. Uh and, and I know I've I've uh while while not inside the Twitter or or now X uh, averse, uh I I've noticed uh in- increasing difficulties in 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 viewing content there as an outsider. Um I don't know if I've changed my habits so much. Um I probably need to cut back on some of my my activity in, in various slacks and discords, but uh you know that's that's the very par for the course for New Year's resolutions, you know, be be less digital, be more in the flesh.
0: I mean, I really hope so. I've been trying to do that for years. And um uh I you know, Aaron, I think we just need a uh a break where uh like I, I need a true like vacation from digital from social detox. Media. Yes, but it has to be in a place where it's like comfortable to do so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or natural to do so. Like uh, you know, a cabin in the middle of the woods or something. You so, know? so not just but,
1: like uh, you know, some people do dry January, do a, uh you know, so, social media September. Uh, but but you need you need a, a, a physical change to to facilitate it.
0: I have broken digital addictions before, uh, but the problem is that whenever I break a digital addiction, even like websites that I have been visiting for you know a decade, I could like I'm like okay, I'm going to put an end to this, and I have been able to do it, but it's rare, and it often gets replaced by another like a little game or something. Like well,
1: it, it, the 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 uh, psychological answer is is the absolute best way to beat an addiction is to replace it with a different addiction. And and sometimes you can replace a bad addiction with a healthier addiction, but not always.
0: Yeah. So how do I know which digital addictions are more healthy and which are less healthy?
1: Well, yeah, Yeah. I, I, I don't have a good scale for that on the, uh, on, on the digital side, um, you know, replacing, you know, drinking or smoking with something like running, uh, that, that, that's a pretty easy argument to make, but, uh, you know, whether you're better off, uh, replacing your, your, uh, you know, your, your, your time on X, uh, with, uh, you know, going down, uh, uh, wiki wanders. I, I, I don't know. I, that that's probably for the better, but I don't know. Yeah. if It's a, a particularly useful trade-off.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I always want to take that time and use it to something that I feel is productive. Uh, and so is it possible or is it just like that? No, that's just wasted time. And also there's value in being bored, but you know, I I think I just want to be bored more this year and see what happens. Well, yeah,
1: I, but I, I struggle to,
0: I can't uh, sleep. I can't sleep unless like the radio is on <laughs> or something, or I check the social media. I don't know what's I, I, wrong. I feel with like me.
1: I need to constantly be multitasking. So if I'm not listening to a podcast while I'm doing another thing, uh, it feels like a missed opportunity, which yeah. uh, listeners, you, you should absolutely carve out time to listen to the local maximum, but those other podcasts, maybe you can take a break from them.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> There have been podcasts that I've been I've been more careful in what I listen to recently. Uh, but now that I'm gonna be in New York more frequently, I'll have time have when commute. I'm walking. I'll have a walking around, yeah, where, where I'm listening to podcasts. So all right, maybe there's some kind of resolution that come out of that, but I'm not quite sure exactly what that would be if, if it would be measurable. Um, this podcast, now that we are in um Substack, I think the schedule is gonna be a little bit more um, you know. I I used to be like, okay, it has to be every week and it has to be consistent at the same time. Turns out I don't think we really need to do that uh right now. I think Substack is great because it could produce other medium, like I could write um articles and, and things like that. So um, so yeah, I I hope that the uh even if the quantity of shows in 2024 goes down, the quality will go up. Um and we already have shows booked for the rest of January so <laughs> we will get we continue to get weekly ones until we reach our 6th year but uh, we'll see what happens after that.
1: Well and and you know listeners uh give us uh, let let us know uh if you have uh resolutions digital or otherwise uh thoughts on the the move to uh to Substack and and especially uh, things that you particularly uh, enjoyed from 2023 things that we covered discussions we had uh, or things that you didn't enjoy uh, let us know so we can uh, make make sure we're providing the content that you're looking for
0: all right yeah yeah very good maybe I, we'll I reach feel out so dirty when
1: you. I talk about providing content
0: <laughs> I know it sounds like it. <laughs> you know content is a very different thing it's like providing an item it's like you know well um. Yes. There. There could be some very. There are very shady people out there who are shady because they provide items. But there are also people who provide items that are, you know, very, very necessary. Um. So <laughs> the content is kind of the, the the same way. Um. So, all right. Uh. I. I hope that analogy uh, kind of works. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think like a drug dealer versus like you know someone who is, um. You know selling you groceries or something like that. Um, Okay. Uh, (laughs) I think you get the point. All right, great. Uh, This is going to be a a good year. Uh, I've got a few really interesting conversations coming up um, with, uh, I I should get his name actually, because it was a really cool, um, it was a really cool discussion on a podcast called uh, uh, Where We Go Next uh, with uh, Michael uh, Callahan. And I had a couple discussions with him that were that were really interesting about sort of the um how technology affects our lives and what now, now is this you
1: that. appearing on his podcast or he will be appearing on the local maximum?
0: Both, both. Ah. So we're gonna do yeah, so so I'm going to to release both as as kind of like a two-parter. So uh that should be good. Um a lot of like, you know, how the communities form, um, a lot a lot of like, you know. Uh, how do we diagnose the problems with society? That kind of thing. So interesting. should be good. Yeah. All right. So a uh, lot to look forward to. All right, Aaron, uh, hope you come back on the show uh, soon in a few weeks. Hope to see you soon, actually. Uh, and uh, all of you out there, have a great week, everyone. That's the show. The Local Maximum is now hosted on Substack. To support the show. Join our online community on localmaximum.substack.com. Find show notes and additional materials at our website, localmaxradio.com. The Local Maximum is available wherever podcasts are found. Remember to subscribe on your podcast app. If you want to contact me, the host, send an email to localmaxradio at gmail.com. Have a great week.